corner us in our daily life. 主啊，真是在我们每一天的生活当中，主啊，就照你的旨意把我们带到这个路。To the point we are really seated in heavenly places with yourself。主啊，直到我们真是与你一同在一同坐在天上。We thank you, Lord。主，我们感谢你。This is indeed our prayer。主啊，这的确是我们的祷告。In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray。靠主耶稣的名，我们祷告。Amen。Let's turn to uh, uh, turn to Colossians. 请大家打开哥罗西书。Colossians chapter one.哥罗西书第一章，verse and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. As you know, this is almost like a theme verse for this year. Now, if the Lord willing, we always try to surround our message on Sundays to this important subject. Now, in my part, I would like to make it very practical. Because otherwise, the uh, whole thing will become so abstract, so high, We'll never reach it. So we try to learn this lesson from family, from family life. So I think we spend some time mentioning about some illustrations borrowed from our family life. Now the secret to a normal Christian life, normal Christian family life, is the preeminence of Christ in our family. Now this time, uh, this. Uh, this morning, I would like to take another emphasis. I want to look at it from a different angle. Instead of talking about family life, we will talk about our church life. When we gather together, in what way we will let Christ be supreme? Now we know that Christ is the head of the church. If he is the head, definitely he is the he occupies the first place in the church. Now again, we want to make it very practical. Now, in which way when we gather together? Let us learn this lesson of the preeminence of Christ in our church life. Now, when we talk about church life, we talk about our gathering. Why we gather this way? 
It's because of a convenience.是不是根据我们个人的方便呢？It is according to our taste.还是根据我们个人不仁的口味呢？Or today when we come together.所以今天我们聚在一起。Because we are called into one body.因为我们会被招来，招入招来进入一个身体。Remember, this is a very important phrase from Colossians.啊，大家记得是一个哥罗西书很重要的一个经节。Now, yes, we know our call. As individuals, we are all called to be his disciples. But sometimes we neglect that we have a corporate call. We call into a body. And because the body of Christ is only one. So we are called to be the oneness in his testimony. In Old Testament time, you know, during the time of feast, they all gather together. Now you know, people of Israel, they separate a feast of Passover and a feast of a tabernacle. And when they gather together, they will always have a full moon. The reason when you look at the full moon,所以你当你们看那个月亮，那个满月的时候，you know that the your family is also full.你就知道你的家也是满的，because every member of the family are gathered together at that time.因为每一个家庭成员也都聚在一起。So it's like a Chinese, uh, mid, uh, like Chinese 中秋节, you see. Mid August. You know, when the moon is full, and you find that all the family members will be together. Now, if you are traveling far from home, when you look at the full moon, you will get homesick. So remember that in among the Jews, among the people of Israel, they definitely gather together three times a year. Especially when they have a harvest. Passover is the, fee, is the, is the time of their harvest with barley and wheat. And the tabernacle actually is the harvest time. It's the harvest time for the grapes and uh, and olives.祝棚节的时候就是葡萄与橄榄树他们收成的时候。So after the harvesting, they will gather together.所以那在收割之后，他们就聚在一起。And there you can see the whole family gathered together.就看到家庭，所有的家庭就聚在一起。Talk about the story of Passover.他们当他们谈到这个逾越节的时候。And also talk about story how they went through the wood. There are many stories to talk about. It is a wonderful time when they are together. So for the people of Israel, they are able to enjoy their harvest. Because now they have enjoyed the land which is full of milk and honey. 
So in the spring in the springtime. They enjoy they have the uh, uh, they have the uh, Passover. In autumn they have a, they have a, a tabernacles. But no matter what, when they come together, they are reminded they are standing on uh, on, uh, on the land which is milk and honey. So that's the that's that's how they enjoy the land of milk and honey. However, God has opened his heart to his people. So in Old Testament there is a commandment from God. Every year. If possible, all the male should go to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover or or Tabernacles. Why? Now why you don't stay at home? You can do the exact same thing. Because we were told that they will go to Jerusalem. They will celebrate Passover and Then如果是你在耶路撒冷看那个满月，跟你自己家里看的满月不一样。Because and they look at the formal. They are satisfied. They are so happy because they are redeemed. They are so happy because they are the children of God. So when they have a feast, always the time of their joy. It is unspeakable joy to them. So now, what difference between the gathering at home and the gathering in Jerusalem? Because when they come together in Jerusalem, they are not supposed to be empty-handed. Each one should bring the produce, the best of the produce of the land. As an offering to God. It's just like Abraham offered his son Isaac. I Abraham had nothing to offer. He even, when, he, even he was not able to produce Isaac when he was 100 years old. But all by grace. Because I have been given by God. 
所以今天亚伯拉罕他就把这个神所施给他的他来献上给神。The same thing with these people。所以这以色列百姓也是一样。They were in Egypt。They used to travel in the wilderness。他们曾经在旷野中漂流。But now they live in that wonderful land。那么现在他们住在那个那个美好的地方。If we translate into the New Testament language，若是我们用新约的话来解释。This is indeed unsearchable riches of Christ。so thank the Lord. But how do you know that the land is rich? For the Gentile, for the world, they do not understand. They, for them, it's too abstract. But now, when they till the ground, when they labor in the land, they enjoy the land. They enjoy the land. And they also have the best of the produce of the land. Now, no one is supposed to be empty-handed. Now, each one has something of the land. Think about it. When they bring all the best of the, or the cream of the land, they simply tell the world, this is the abundant fullness of God. And even the world do not understand it. But they look at everybody has the what has the, has the best of the produce of the land. Now this is the goodness. This is indeed a promised land. This is indeed the land of milk and honey. Milk is the essence of animal life. And, uh, uh, and uh, honey is the animal of vegetable life. So putting together is the essence of life. And that wonderful picture to tell us the unsearchable riches of Christ. So that's God's desire. God not only gave his people the land. God wants his people to show off the land. To present the riches of land to the world. The world did not know much about it. But when they gathered together, it was such an impact. Now, it is a presentation to the world. Then the world knows how wonderful God has given them that piece of land. But at the same time, remember, they sing the song together. Remember Psalm 133. 
How pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. Remember, all the twelve tribes are there. All the children of God is there. Think about it. Now, this is a time which is really full. How to describe that fullness? When God looked at his people, he will say, None of the tribe is missing here. Remember, that formal will tell us God is satisfied. But you see, the whole family of God is there. That oneness to tell people that they are one. They can never be separated. They are one. They love one another. And then they fellowship together. They sing the song together. Brothers and sisters, how do you call that? According to Psalm 122. This is the testimony of Israel. Brothers, now we will understand. We translate everything into New Testament language. Now do you understand? Today we may have all kinds of gatherings. Sometimes for the sake of convenience. Because our language barrier. And for that reason, sometimes we have to choose some gatherings. It's easy for us to grow together. How many choices today? So, brothers and sisters, you have all the freedom to choose anything. Now, if you only speak Cantonese, you can meet with the saints who only speak Cantonese. And I know some people only speak Chinese. And much easier, much easier for them to meet with the saints who only speak they pray in Chinese. They sing in Chinese. They deliver the message in Chinese. And they even talk about anything about Chinese. Even they are in New York. But their heart is Chinese. So I tell you, brothers and sisters, today, no matter where you meet together, according to God's promise, Lord's promise, any two or three gather together in my name, I will be in their midst. So, brothers and sisters, remember, no matter how many people you are, 
If you speak the same language, you have a gathering there. So you see, brother, for our conveniences, definitely we can have our choice. But brothers and sisters, gradually, if you grow in the Lord, and we gradually you know that you live a Christ-centered life, you are not a center. And your choice is not important. So time somebody you will pray. Lord, I want to will your will. I love what you love. I will be pleased because you are pleased. So if you really love them, Definitely you ask that question. Then if you go to the Bible, you discover. And you find that we are called into one body. We are not only meeting together. Our gathering has a ground. In what ground we gather this way? Now for some gathering, they only can take care of the need for those who only speak Cantonese. So that ground of that gathering. For some other people, now they emphasize on Bible truth. And for some Christians, they emphasize on their experiences. Now, if you share the same experience, and there you come together, then you share the same truth. You come together. So that's why we have 38,000 and we are born into a broken family. When we were born, our family already divided. Are you for your mother or for your father? Someone will say, now we have a truth. Come to us. So, brother Sergio, the reason you come because you cannot speak English. You have no choice. You only speak Chinese. Now, brother Sergio, now you come together. You are Christians. You have to meet. So remember, we have so many conveniences. And remember, we always enjoy the presence of the Lord. Only two or three just gather together in His name. You are not forming a club. You see, you actually, you are gathered together in His name. So remember, you enjoy the land. You celebrate Passover, you also celebrate the tabernacle. But God designed this. Now, a gathering, not only for our convenience, and also for his testimony. Same gathering. In your hometown is the gathering. 
Going to Jerusalem also gathers. It is always formal. When you visit Jerusalem, not only we are full, God will say He also satisfies. Your heart definitely will be drawn to a gathering. Not only you are satisfied, also he is satisfied. So you see, brothers, this is our calling. But we have our problem, we have our practical issues. We have a different so here come in the preeminence of Christ. Is your choice? Or Christ's choice? Do you consider him the first place? Do you think you want his desire to uh, to 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 be over our desire? So my brother now you can understand. If you really let Christ be supreme, you discover you have no choice. But brothers, when you come to Jerusalem, when you come for the Lord's testimony, it doesn't mean that without any difficulty. Gradually you discover you suffer. That's the I have to congratulate you. Because that means that you come together not because of our natural tendency, no. According to our natural tendency, we already separate a long time ago. So if somehow the Lord still keep us together, because we have the same desire, we want to please our Lord. So my brother says, because of that, you find some problem. Not only Christian gathering has such a problem. Not only Christian gathering has Even every family has a problem. For husband and wife. They used to live in different rooms for 20 years, more than 20 years. Now they have love together. They have to love one another. And then they discover they cannot love one another. Because there are so many differences. But if so, why you get married? Before you get married, you get married, you close your eyes. It's so wonderful. But after the marriage, you open your eyes. so many differences. The more you pay attention to the differences, the more you are going in the direction of divorce. Do you see that, brothers? We have so many differences. Take a toothpaste, for example. Now, when some people, somebody likes to, 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 to squeeze the end, 
And somewhat from, from, from the beginning, the, the head part. So you see that when first time you two live together, and then you discover your difficulty, you discover your differences. Of course, the best solution you try to buy, buy two toothpicks. But remember, if there is a love, you don't see the difference. When love is gone, every difference will become excuse for divorce. That's what happened to the world. People said the marriage is like a wall. All those inside try to squeeze out. All those outside try to squeeze in. Everybody want to go the other, want to go the other end of the carpet. That's wonderful thing. But after they enter into it, after the honeymoon, gradually they discover many, many questions. Now, brothers, how do they they have to make a decision? If they look at the differences, sooner later, divorce is the result. Now, why in the beginning, before the marriage, you don't see the differences? Because the love was there. Now, after you get married, gradually your natural love is going gone. It, it, it's become, it, it's become uh, diluted. So, only way is that love of Christ. Same thing, brothers. If you meet with the saints, so later you will find they are different. Even just among American, pure Americans. Some people from Texas. Some people from New York. Those who are New York, they call Yankee. Those who come Texas, they Texas. You know, they can, they, if you, they look at that different, they cannot get along very well. I came from, I, I used to be in, in Brazil for several years. Then I discovered the Portuguese in São Paulo is very different from the south. Also very different from the north. But somehow they look down to each other. They always laugh at other things. So if we are in our flesh, if you always look at those differences with the microscope, Microscope machine. Brothers and sisters, we are all different. It's impossible for us to say, brethren, live together in unity. So, now, the Holy Spirit, the cross, has to do its work. Why cross? Because everyone is always self-centered. It is only the working of the cross will make us Christ-centered. 
Every time one comes together, husband never try to become the cross to his wife. But he never forget Christ is all his wife, always his cross. But this way they both of them grow together. So you see, in family life it is like this. In the church life, the same thing happens. If you look at the difference, you discover you just then you discover with with you, you know, our, 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 our life a lot is diluted. So in what way we can live his testimony? Now, the important thing is the solution is the preeminence of Christ. But it's impossible for us. So Christ has to do his work. So you take up your cross. I take up my cross. And follow the Lord. I know some Christians. When they pray in their own language. They really almost in heaven. So you see, brother and sister, you find that if he is able to meet with the saints just like that, he will live in heaven every day. But sometimes, when they gather together, they really have a sense of body. Now he had to remember that there are so many brothers and sisters who do not understand his language. So there you try to use your broken language. You try to use your broken English. Now remember, some, then, you, then you discover that now, even you use your broken language. Now you can pray. People can understand. But your spirit can never be released. So you see, brothers, because if you pray in your own language, you really can enjoy that freedom. But now when you pray in different languages, you have to remember grammar first. You have to construct the grammar first. And you make it good English. Then tell people what you are praying. Now that language only translate your prayer in the in words. But not in your spirit. So, brothers, you discover you suffer the limit. Do you see that, brothers? Now, if you go to the gathering according to your choice, you don't have to take up your cross. But now, because Lord's sake, and because His testimony, you have to come together. You have to take up your cross. Even you know you pray already. But you do not pray freely. The whole body of Christ becomes your limitation. Congratulations. Because you are the one of the members of the body of Christ. 
Every member is limited by another member. You're already in good reality. So you see, my brother, when we come to the practical issues, and we have to face it. So this morning I will talk about language. Now, what language we should come together when we when we come together? Now, for some people, they say it's natural. But today we are in the States, definitely we speak English. Now for some brothers and sisters, they, they, they actually do not speak a word of English. Now to live in flesh, you can live without speaking one English. You read your Chinese paper. You buy your Chinese food. You go to a Chinese doctor. If you get a taxi, you just call New Golden Horse. So you see, my brother, sister, you do not have to suffer. The way you live in this mainland China, the way you live here. My brothers, when you come to the meeting, you discover. The reason you suffer, the reason you have learned something, why? Because you are called to be into one body. Do you see what I mean? So now, brothers, do you think the language should be the problem? Let me mention one case in Jerusalem. You know, the church in Jerusalem, if you look at the beginning of the history in the book of Acts, because most of them, they speak Hebrew, no doubt. Because they share the same language. And those people who came for the feast, when they born again, and then when we uh, were so when we are saved, well, they meet together. No doubt, their common language was Hebrew. I'm talking about Jerusalem. So then they have no problem. Because you speak Hebrew, I also speak Hebrew. Just like in China. You all speak Cantonese. Now there should be only just one church in 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 Hong Kong then. So the problem is not language. Do you see what I mean? Now they all speak Hebrew in uh, in uh, Jerusalem. But some people they speak pure Hebrew. Some people they visit Jerusalem. So they speak Hebrew with a foreign accent. So they come together. And especially in the day of Pentecost. They were all baptized into one body. Three thousand. Five thousand. And many people they didn't go home. 
They stayed. They really stayed for the feast, wonderful time together. So they share everything together. So brother, they should not have any problem whatsoever. But if you read Acts chapter 6, and then you discover, when in the beginning, when they love one another, they were able to sing the, uh, how pleasant it is good for the brethren to dwell together in unity. But gradually they discover some people they are Hebrew Jews who speak good Hebrew. Some people are Hellenistic Jews. Why? Because they used to speak Greek. When you are living in other parts of the world. So because they speak the Greek, uh, Greek all the time. Even they speak Hebrew, always mixed with Greeks. And also mixed with the Greek accents. You can understand. So, brothers and sisters, now in the beginning there's no problem. But gradually they discover the problem. Now they murmur against the Hebrew. Uh, they murmur against them. Because somehow they neglect the need of their widows. Now the widows from the Hellenic Jews. They are from they, they are Hellenic Jews. So you see, brothers, the same language, only with accent or without accent. Some people with southern accent, I even could not understand. Some people, young people from New Jersey, New York accent. If we love one another, no problem. If somehow we do, the love is gradually diluted, then murmuring is come. So what is the solution? Brothers and sisters, do you understand? They share the same language. However, they don't speak the same language. As a Christian, there's only one language. Neither Hebrew, neither Hebrew, neither pure Hebrew or Hellenic Hebrew. So, Holy Spirit had to teach them one lesson. One lesson did it. So Peter stood up and suggested that. Now you need someone to serve the table, not us. So by the leading of the Holy Spirit, they had to decide who are the ones chosen by the Lord to serve the table. That's the solution to everything. After they, after they pray and know the will of the Holy Spirit, 
so we have seven deacons in the beginning. Can you believe that? According to the name of these seven deacons, it's all from Hellenistic Jews. Because these people they complain against people Jews. You neglect our then Holy Spirit did doing one thing. Now you see me. Who is majority? People choose a majority. If you want by voting, now brothers and sisters, the problem you never solve the problem. But the Holy Spirit knows how to solve the problem. Holy Spirit saw later what Latin speaks just one language. Even you speak Hebrew, different accents, but actually you speak only language. So what is language? That language is Christ. And nothing but Christ. When Christ fills your eyes, when Christ fills your eyes, brothers and sisters, they know that all the different should be Hellenistic. This is the victory of the Holy Spirit. So later you have to yield to the Lord. So later you have to let Holy Spirit win your life. So here is a principle. Why we speak English? Why we speak broken English? Don't forget, if you speak English, it may mean BBC English. It means King's English, good English. That English will give the people impression that you are well educated. You speak English, but you do not understand the writing of Shakespeare. But if you have a good English, now you know Shakespeare. Now, brothers, speak English doesn't does not try to lift up your standard, your level. Of course, if you speak English, and if you really know how to make jokes, and if you really know how to watch the comedy, comedy, comedian, comedy, a comedy. If you know how to laugh, that means you already get very good English. If you know how to make a joke, that means you look like American now. Otherwise, you still look a Brazilian. Or you still look a Chinese. But if you can speak a joke so wonderfully, so simple, then you are an American. So there is danger here. You can speak the same language. Either you will become Shakespeare's scholar. 
Or you become very American. Because you speak the language just beautifully. So what is the purpose of language for this? Even we all speak English. Did we solve the problem? No. Remember, brothers. Surely the Holy Spirit had to give us only one language. Then we look at our brother. Not in our flesh. By the Spirit. That's what Paul said. He becomes colorblind. He do not know the skin of your brother and sisters. So you see, my brother and sisters, how can we conquer the racial barrier? How can we eliminate our cultural barrier? How can we conquer our national barrier? It's all obstacle for our Christian growth. Only thing can make us grow. If we really speak just one language. So remember, common language only the beginning. If the Holy Spirit do not do the further work, it's never changed. But don't forget, in order to change, you have to have the first step. Do you see that, So first, you have something common in common. So that's why in Antioch, God has done something new. Very interesting. And in Antioch, God has a new beginning. Disciple is called Christian starting from Antioch. So that means this is a new beginning. Because their gathering has a such impact to the society. So they want to give them a nickname. They don't know how to do it. Because if they are very Jewish, if they are very Jewish, they will say this is one set of Judaism. It's just like in Jerusalem. Brothers and sisters, even you say we are for the Lord's testimony, no doubt. But brother, sister, to the outsider, they always look at you as one sect of Judaism. Holy Spirit can do something wonderful. He will carry us through all kinds of barriers. There are four kinds of people who meet in now, Greeks, for sure. And Romans, who are the conquerors of this, the land. And the Jews, of course. And also natives. Now, brothers and sisters, remember, even you have all kinds of people in Antioch. They have no problem. When they pray, they have no problem. In Jerusalem, it was the work Christian workers which produced the church. 
所以我们看在安提亚教会，所有的带头人聚在一起。所以，所有的带头人聚在一起。所以，所有的带头人聚在一起。所以，所有的带头人聚在一起。所以，所有的带头人聚在一起。所以，所有的带头人聚在一起。
and he bring all his sons into glory. So we share the life of wheat. So each one of us become golden rain, golden grain. We all have the life of Christ. We brothers, this is not the bread. How do you make a bread? The all this grain of wheat ought to lose itself. They will be grinded into powder. They lose themselves. But that's only the beginning of the story. The end of the story is this. It is all you make them one love. So we are baptized into one body. So there are two stories here. One being blinded and lose ourselves. You have to decide which language you are using. But even we use the same language, we need the Holy Spirit to put us into one loaf. Very clear. If you know the background at that time, because in the whole world they speak only one language. That's why 27 books of New Testament is in Greek. The meaning of Greek is this. If you understand Greek, you understand the message. You understand the word. The word of God has to put in a language that everybody understands. By that time, everywhere they speak the same language. Even they were under the Roman rule. But don't forget. It is Roman who conquered the Greek world. But it is Greek conquered the Roman Empire with its culture. So even in the Roman world, you go anywhere, they speak the same language. So you see, brother, it is very clear. If you meet with saints in Antioch, now you know that what language they are using. They have to use a common language. Like in China. You have so many dialects. Now, when you meet together in Hong Kong, remember sometimes those people who live in Beijing will visit you. So, what kind of language you want to use? You say it's good for us Cantonese speak Cantonese. You do not know who will visit you. So, now it is very clear you don't use the common language. So, normally in Chinese you call Putonghua. Putonghua means common. 
Do you see that? No matter who, which part dialect of the province you have the common language. But that doesn't mean you don't speak your mother language. Because that's the language your mother taught you. Okay, today is Mother's Day. So don't forget your mother language. But the reason why you speak a Putonghua common language. Because you are sensitive to the body of Christ. You are not selfish. You always think of other people's needs. So brothers, automatically you turn your language into the common one. So brothers, take Antioch as an example. Of course, they only speak one language. That is Greek language. Now sometimes we say Greek is really a Greek. Because when we talk about Greek, we are talking about great philosophers. Their Greek is classic Greek. Remember, in the time of our Lord Jesus, when you read the 27 book of New Testament, that language is not classic language. And God didn't want us to become a scholar, no. So that's why Alexander conquered the world. He wanted to marry East and West. He came from West. Now he conquered the West, conquered the East. He wanted these two to become one. So he made a good example. He married to a Persian girl. So that's what happened. He encouraged 10,000 of soldiers to do the exact same. So his dream is that neither East nor West, neither Jews nor Greek, neither master or slave. Now that's a dream of Alexander. Unfortunately, his dream never realized. If he knows the human nature, that it will never be realized. I know it's through the gospel that really realized. Now, because of that marriage, now, those who live in the Eastern world, Mid-East, most of them are illiterate. They, they do not know any language. But don't forget, the housewife had to go out and buy something, buy some food from the market. So you have to speak language. Because this world is a Greek world. You have to go to the market to buy something. So even you are illiterate, but you somehow you were taught a simple Greek. In order to survive in the Greek world, you, oh, you have to use broken language for them to survive. Do you understand? The marriage of West and East. What does that mean? That means we all speak broken Greek. So the broken English and the Portuguese uh, uh, Greek at that time is called colloquial Greeks. 
prepare, you use your English. That's how you survive in the company. That's how you survive in the market. Of course, in, 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 in here it's different. Many Chinese, they go to supermarket, they don't speak one English. But imagine, in the Greek world of Antioch, how do you survive as a housewife? You pick up some you pick up some Greek. Yeah, we have been in Brazil for some time. I have to teach in Portuguese. Maybe I will pass some kind of concurso, that means some kind of contest. To prove to prove that I could speak good English, I will spare I will I will I will use bad Portuguese to influence my students. But that's only exception exception. But then if you ask my wife how she survived that. We understand. You see, when you go to buy something, you have to speak, you have to use broken English. That's how you survive in the States. If this is the case, now why not we use the broken English together together? If you know, if you know more English, of course you speak English. Now even you use broken English to deal with the world. Why not you use broken English to pray and to fellowship? You see that brothers? Every Sunday you remember. And some translate, some Chinese prayer had to translate into English. In the beginning, that was only for those who do not speak any English. And then, of course, brothers and sisters, they should know what you pray. But gradually, you know, all those who speak good English, they also pray in Chinese. Their time becomes longer. Because they have to be translated. So you see, brothers and sisters, if we really come together, if you're led by the Holy Spirit, so brothers, go to the Lord. Why not try to learn to pray in broken English? Take up your cross and follow the Lord. You will lose your face. Why? Because you speak broken English. You did not present yourself as the best part of yourself. Right. For other people to understand. For other people to experience the riches of the meeting. I'm willing to take up the cross and follow the Lord. That's preeminency of Christ.
So brothers, this is not the law at all. Only thing we can do is to encourage one another. Those who's really in good English. Now, you are English speaking. You may be Brazilian. Yeah, you may be Chinese, but no matter what, don't care too much about how good is your English. Pray to the Lord. Pray to the Lord. Understand every word of your broken English. When Holy Spirit is here, we all sense the anointing. Brother Sister. Can you believe that? One day the heaven will be here. If we can go through, we can conquer this barrier. We lose ourselves. Blinded into powders. And let the Holy Spirit join us together. When the Holy Spirit joined us together, you're not only speaking English. The reason you speak English, you didn't present yourself. You did not tell people how good I'm well educated. You won't let people know. How love my master. How I'm willing to let go of myself. Let the world know you. Let your brother know you. Through your broken English. Now, we all speak English. Just like we all just they all speak Greek in Antioch. That's not end of story. That's not end of story. Because if you speak good English, you always try to get better and better and better. Once upon a time, I have a conversation with Stephen, brother Stephen Kong. Now, our brother Kong used to translate. He's a good translator. He really had a gift if you go into literary part, go to literature part. If you go that direction, definitely he will be perfected. But he told me that he dared not to go to that direction. He didn't want to waste his time going that direction. He felt his English is good enough to be used by the Lord. Your English should be good enough to let to let people know what the Lord has done in you. Even your English broken. They can see the one thread of Christian life being wrought in you. That life is not broken. So, my brother said, how we need to encourage one another. After we all speak English, you still cannot change your skin. You still cannot change your face. Whether this word is or not, whether people see Chinese culture here, 
so speaking of the common language is the only beginning, the first step. Because there is a danger with that language. You become very Americanized. Now, brothers and sisters, remember, the church is not to represent the United States nor Chinese any other cultures. Because represent Christ. So for that reason, only let Christ be saved. For that reason, now starting from Greek, they understand the Christ. They understand Christ. That's the reason why 27 New Testament written in Greek. Many people try to study New, understand, new, uh, new Testament. They start from the wrong beginning. Now they want to have a perfect Greek. They forgot. The Greek is enough to present the full gospel to the world. That's why we have 27 books of New Testament. They speak the common language is their common ground. But brother, why the New Testament is different from Greek classics by, by great philosophers? We only absorb. The reason we use in this language for us to know Christ. So remember, our true common language is Christ. Only when we see Christ, or you only see new creation, we don't see old creation anymore. That love is a true love. So thank you, brothers I don't know how Holy Spirit will do But somehow our attitude ought to be changed. Now, brothers and sisters, you ought to encourage another brother. For those who do not speak English, you even try to school in them, try to, try to teach them. Come together. You spend some time with them. And to read the Bible together in English. And tell them pray together in English. Ask them to memorize songs. All the prayer in the song in English. These are the best English. Now they don't have to memorize in King James, no. Now, they can memorize the NIV, no problem. Now, I only mean for those who do not know English at all. For high school students, and above, you know English enough. I will encourage you to read NIV. NIV, NIV. For high schoolers, for high schoolers, and college students, 
because NIV is not accurate at all. Now, it's not accurate. If you want to know original, definitely, I would suggest either New American Standard or New King James. But for those who do not speak English at all, NIV is already good enough. You can play NIV is already good enough. How much would you have to labor among brothers and sisters? How need would you be encouraged one another? I think Holy Spirit can do such a work. When this is being done, at least we will come to the beginning. Remember, all English. Doesn't mean that our problem is solved. Thank them. Even we are grinded into powder. But it is the Holy Spirit, the oil, who combines us together. No matter either you speak English, you want to make it understandable to the people. Let them understand what you have learned before them. Let them understand what you pray. Brother Sir, I will say this. If Lord be merciful to us, every time when we come together in unity, every time we come to break the bread, you will discover this is heaven up. Brothers and sisters, you don't have to worry how to attract brothers and sisters. Now remember, if people really discover this is the hope, even you try to drive them out, they will stay. It is the Lord who makes them stay. So because of that, Brother and sister, then the testimony of God will be established. This becomes very, very practical. So, brothers, whether we make, whether make Christ as, uh, as uh, whether we talk about the supremacy of Christ, one way to experience it is through our church life. So may Holy Spirit continue to speak to us. I know it's late, so I just conclude the meeting. Dear Lord, we thank you so much. We commit this time into your hands. If you think it's fit, you use this word. Use this message to encourage all brothers and sisters. All take up cross and follow you. We are willing to be grinded into powders. But Holy Spirit had to do its work. His work. And make us together. Make us one. Make us language just one. And Christ and only Christ is our true common language. May the Lord speak to our hearts. Even when this meeting is dismissed, we pray that your prayer, your presence is always with us. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen.